Travels with Charlie is paid for by Jolly Convenience Stores, Mill Travel American Express, and Casella Waste. The views and opinions expressed in Travels with Charlie do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the Radio Vermont Group. We welcome listener feedback. Email your comments to WDEV at RadioVermont.com. Well, it's all about all the folks you meet. Sitting in a diner or out in the street. Catch up with the news. Get your point of view. I want to hear what unravels. I'll see you in my travels. The dulcet tones of Mr. Billy Ratcher bringing you into another edition of Travels with Charlie. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining me here. Quick shout out to all of our sponsors. As I mentioned, uh, this program would not be happening without uh, the sponsorship of uh, my wonderful sponsors. And sitting in studio with me today, Scott Milne from Milne Travel. He'll be joining us in just a moment. Jolly convenience stores when you're on the road and you're looking for a great snack or you need uh, fuel for your car, that's where you stop. Jolly convenience stores, home of the Daily Smile, uh, Casella Waste Systems, Casella.com. If you need that big dumpster to do some uh, clean out, uh, these are the guys to, to give a call. Casella.com, reliable service, competitive pricing. And, of course, if you're traveling big time, not just, you know, up and down the state of Vermont, uh, Milne Travel can help you out, MilneTravel.com. They've been doing that since 1975, and of course my friends at Myers Bagel Cafe, they've been in Burlington for many years and uh, different locations uh, in downtown Burlington, just off of Church Street and uh, then down on Pine Street, but now a new location. They're at 408 Shelburne Road. They've changed the name. It's always been wood-fired, but it's Myers Wood-Fired. They want to make sure that you know that their bagels are special. They're hand-rolled. Honey uh, dipped uh, and, and boiled and then, of course, cooked in a wood-fired oven. You can check them out at Myers Bagels BTV on Facebook and Instagram. Great show lined up for you today. As uh, I mentioned, uh, we'll be talking with Scott Milne here in just a moment. Our continuing series, Vermont Grown, we're going to be talking with Bill Schuldice, uh from Vermont Teddy Bear Company. Bill will be here. And uh, Scott is here. Lots to talk about from uh, Milne Travel uh, and another great uh, Vermont company. So, uh, you know, part of uh, the whole series, Vermont Grown. Scott, mm-hmm. good afternoon. Thanks for your sponsorship again, and thank so you good. for being here. Well, thanks, Charlie. Um, I was uh, in your former... Radio station, which yeah. I, hopefully I'm not uh, going. Uh, we know. don't mention call letters. Yeah, and uh, you know when you when you start off with the opinions expressed on this so- program are not the opinions. Like, are they aiming that at me or what's going on here? But but one of the things I loved about you, there was sort of this like cost of entry to talk to you on yes. your former station, and I remember bringing you a maple cream pie from the yeah. wayside and. I just got to say, I got tied up on a noon call oh, went longer than I thought, man. so I missed the wayside stop, but. Bring me back again. Next time, I promise it will be a wayside cream pie uh, oh, that as ma- my entree to get in the door for you. Know, you and- that maple cream pie, I still remember it. You know, and it's funny thing you, you mentioned that. Uh, I would I would remember guests by what they brought us. And somebody would say, remember you had the such and such guy on? I go, oh, yeah, the maple brownie dude. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well not to uh, – not to, but uh, you, you and I know each other, you know, from a few different parts of life. And yes. Uh, politically, we've met a couple times, and uh, one of the most popular governors in the country, 
his advice to me when I was going to visit you one time was, make sure you bring them some good food. <laughs> They'll call you back. So I was thinking that would be a good way to make sure I get invited back here, but I blew it today, so I apologize. Well, we're going to turn the tables today, and we're going to give away the food because here's the deal. We're going to be talking travel with, with Scott Milton, of course. And, you know, if you're doing any traveling and you're flying out of – you can't call it BTV anymore. It's is it Leahy BTV or is it BTV Leahy? Yeah, I think they still uh, try to get the international in there too. So it's uh, oh, it's, which so I it's think... even longer now. So it's BTV Leahy International. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. if you're if you're flying out of that airport, right across the street is the Aviation Deli. My mm-hmm. my good friends are over there, and they make. Unbelievable sandwiches, and uh, uh, you can also get the Cole's cookies there. My friend Nicole Citro, she does uh, oh, nice. her cookies, and uh, they've got them in the store. So we've got $10 gift cards. You know, if you're flying, a lot of people don't get this, that you can't bring bottled water in, but you can bring a sandwich on with <laughs> you. So you can stop across the street. You can get a delicious sandwich. You can get cookies, whatever, and you can bring them on board with you. So if you have a question today, one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five, travel related. Well, you know, and we'll, you know, maybe if you want to get into politics, yeah, you can do that. I suppose if you want, we're not going to say yes or no to anything here. One eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five. You called in today with a question for Scott. We'll give you a gift card to the Aviation Deli and Fine Foods right across from BTV Leahy International Airport. How about that? And if if you call in with a question that I can't answer, uh, you know, often I think uh, Marcel and Patrick Leahy are listeners of this station. So if Senator Leahy's listening, Charlie will personally call the senator and see if he'll help you get from the deli to the airport. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So I I guess, you know, first thing we got to talk about uh, JetBlue leaving Burlington, because when that news hit, I went, I love flying JetBlue. And I couldn't, why are you leaving? So, you know, inquiring minds want to know, myself included and other people, I'm sure, What's the real reason? You know, we've heard, well, they don't have enough air traffic controllers and uh, they can't control everything into, into, you know, New York. And I'm going, every time I flew, the plane was full. Mm-hmm. How do you give that up? Well, I, I think uh, the small, smaller regional airports like uh, Patrick Leahy International, uh, BTV, are uh, under pressure right now. But if I could avoid the question a little bit and tell you a story about, to me, the more interesting question is how did and why did JetBlue come to Burlington in the first place? Oh, that's a good one, yeah. If you think back to it, it was uh, maybe 98 or right around there, and there was this situation where the slots, uh, uh, JetBlue is a a JFK-based airline, and the slots were extraordinarily valuable, and I'm a little foggy on some of the, the nuances of this, but... It involved uh, lobbyists in Washington opening up slots, and uh, interestingly, our uh, you know we, we've talked about Senator Lee, who has an airport named after him. One of my favorite uh, Vermont senators was uh, Jim Jeffords, whose wife, interestingly, was a travel agent uh, <laughs> and uh, quite an interesting lady in her own right. But around the time JetBlue was launching, a gentleman named David Needleman. Uh, was uh, one of the co-founders, interesting guy, very uh, accomplished. Uh, Senator Jeffords came out, and, and Clinton was being impe- impeached at the time. Right. And Jeffords, if you recall, was the first senator that came out and announced, you know, there's a bunch of hogwash. Well, I'm not supporting this, even though, you know, 
if it was today, it'd be, uh, you know, then you could get away with that. Yeah. You could buck your party yeah. a little more maybe than today. But interesting to me was right around that time, all of a sudden, JetBlue got their slots and Burlington got a mm-hmm. flight that many people thought was surprising. And uh, there was no investigative journalism on it. There's just a Scott Milne idea. There's no <laughs> stories. But I think there's a direct connection between and, – and, and clearly Jim Jeffords didn't trade his uh, lack of support of a quacky impeachment for – for slots, but I think Clinton uh, did him a favor. Interesting. Interesting. And so that's how, that's how I think they got there. I think there's uh, a legitimate uh, issue with air traffic control, but more importantly, I think there's a legitimate uh, uh, Burlington Airport needs to be very savvy, thinking in the long run, not resting on their laurels, or they're gonna yeah. they're gonna have a hard time. So much of their traffic comes from Quebec. And so much of that traffic is really based on yeah. currency exchange. But there's lots demands. of changes going on at the at the airport. Uh, of course, expansions and all of that. And and with JetBlue leaving, you know, one door closes, another door opens. Breeze Airways comes in, and there's actually some relationship between Breeze and JetBlue, right? right? Uh, Needle, actually, yeah, interesting, Charlie. Uh, Needleman, the uh, co-founder of uh, JetBlue, is a, a founder of Breeze. Now, Breeze is interesting, and, you know, in, inside the travel industry, there were concerns about their financial stability a while ago. It seems like they've put that to rest, uh, and, you know, now there's story, and they've got a very nice uh, order of new Airbus aircraft. So there's a story out this week that Breeze is looking to start uh, uh, flying to Ireland, and they're looking for a uh, a market with a lot of ethnic Irish people. Most of the conversation is it'll be around Boston, but yeah, definitely. if you're yeah. a, a, a savvy Burlington Airport administrator, reach out to them. You know, a couple of days a week, uh, Burlington to uh, Shannon or Dublin could get a lot of people coming down from Quebec to help fill those planes. I would think and so. Absolutely. Scott Mill, my guest. international in the name. So. My guest this afternoon on Travels with Charlie, you have a question or, or a comment this afternoon, travel-related or otherwise. He brought up the whole realm of conspiracy theories and politics here. <laughs> so so anything's open. 1-877-291-8255 or 802-244-1777. You know the numbers. You're all regular listeners here at uh, WDEV. We'll give you a gift card to the Aviation Deli and fine foods right across the street from the uh, Burlington International <laughs> Leahy Airport, whatever you want to <laughs> – the Pat Leahy Airport. We'll give you That's a right. gift card. So Breeze Airways, you know, the nice thing – well – you know, it's great that they're doing, you know, first thing you hear it, you go, wow, nonstop to Florida, because that's everybody's big complaint is if you want to go to Florida, you always got to stop somewhere. Mm-hmm. And a, a four hour flight turns into an eight, 12, 13 hour flight sometimes, and even layovers. Um, but they're only doing it twice a week. Right. I think they start with Tampa and then they're going to do a couple days a week to uh, Orlando. And again, I think it's a very good uh, step in a good direction for Burlington. But Breeze is not networked with other carriers. You run into weather problems. Yeah. You get a Breeze ticket. It's where you, you know, get in this situation. You can't get a ticket till you know seven days later. Right. I was going to ask you about that because what happens if you fly out on a Wednesday and you're supposed to fly back in on a Wednesday and there's a snowstorm on that Wednesday and the flights are canceled? They don't make them up on Thursday. It can be tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it can be tough. And, you know, but – 
you know, we live in a world with Amazon, uh, you know, and bigger is sometimes better. And, yeah. you know, the, uh, what I w- would love to do, Charlie, before our time quickly goes by is, you know, talking about what's good about small and local, right? Uh, being in the music to go to the dump by studio, yeah. looking at a photo of Ken Squire and Buster the Wonder Dog. You know, it's the first time I've been here since uh, Mr. Squire's uh, passing and, you know, just really got to do a shout out for what uh, this radio station Absolutely. is for a small and local. And I think, you know, Breeze, uh, we'll see what happens with them. But the one of the challenges is there are some benefits of being with a Delta or somebody that's networked. Yeah. If you have weather problems or other things, and Breeze has got a little bit of a handicap. But there's there. room for that to change in the future. We, we can all hope. Mike from Milton wants to join us here on Travels with Charlie. He has a, a question for you uh, or a comment. we got a gift card for you. Mike, what's on your mind today? Uh, I'm just wondering if uh, JetBlue left because of the lack of air traffic controllers. What does that mean for this new airline? Uh, great question. So the uh, air traffic control problem is New York specific. So uh, and 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 one of JetBlue's problems are they're a New York hub airline, whereas Delta, United who also have a lot of flights to New York, they can reroute you Delta through Detroit, uh, United through Washington to get you into their network without going through New York. JetBlue didn't have that advantage. So the problem JetBlue has and the air traffic controller problem specifically is they need to re- – there, there's been a decision that they need to reduce flights in and out of the New York metro area, and that's where JetBlue had to rationalize where they could make more money and Burlington didn't make the list. But great question, Mike, and – Charlie's sending you lunch at the Aviation Deli. Yeah, thanks thanks for your call, Mike. Do you want to pick that up here at uh, WDEV, or we can pop that in the mail for you? Yeah, put it in the mail, please. All right, we'll be happy to do do that. Danny will take your information, and we'll get that in the mail to you. We're going to take a quick break, and we come back, more conversation with Scott Mill, and we'd love to hear from you about, uh, uh, you know, where you're going this winter, and and Scott will certainly give us some ideas about uh, the hot destinations to go in the wintertime. Keep it right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. The waste and resource management industry is a complex, integrated system that many people and communities take for granted. Trash, recycling, compost, we're all familiar with the terms, but maybe not the truths behind the waste industry. Want to learn more? Beyond the Bin is a podcast by Casella, which shines a light on what really happens to our waste and recycling. If you're interested in environmental sustainability and renewable resources, then check out this podcast. You'll learn about waste and recycling, meet members of the Casella team, and one episode even deals with beekeeping. Check it out online at www.casella.com forward slash beyond the bin. Welcome back. Travels with Charlie, your host, Charlie Papillo. Glad that you could be here with us today. Scott Milne is in studio with me today. We're talking travel, and if you have a question or a comment, travel-related or otherwise, we don't care. We'll give you give you a gift card to the Aviation Deli and find foods right across from BTV Leahy International. Mm-hmm. What's the acronym? <laughs> Scott, thanks uh, for joining me today. We've talked a lot about uh, JetBlue and leaving and Breeze coming in, but let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, some hot destinations. You know, winter is coming up and people want to get away. They want to go to warm destinations. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're doing a huge promotion here at uh, WDEV. You're sending people to Antarctica. Oh, gosh, yes. So let's talk about that because I go, I never really thought about that, but it's very popular. 
Oh, it's uh, it, well, it's a, it's it's uh, more pop. There's more people interested in in in, in, in uh, that's a tough two words to say in a <laughs> row for me. There's more people interested in Antarctica today than there ever have been in history. It's still uh, a bucket list trip for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, really grateful to Quorum and everybody here for letting us partner with Roger Hill. So we've had a great group headed there in uh, the end of January. So is that a cruise that they're, that they're yes. doing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we fly to Buenos Aires. We spend a night at the Hilton Buenos Aires. Uh, the next morning we catch a, a private air charter to uh, the Tierra del Fuego National Park, spend some time there, which is supposed to be spectacular, uh, and then board a uh, cruise ship, which uh, takes us actually a step foot on the. I might not want to leave Club. Buenos Aires. <laughs> you know, Buenos Aires is. is <laughs> oh, I'm is sure I would. Cool. I would want to stay there. I've been lucky. I've been there a couple times, and uh, I'm hoping I might come up with an excuse to get down there at least for the Buenos Aires part of this trip. But sure. To be determined. So, yeah. uh, it's a it's a bucket list trip, and uh, it's hopefully something. If if you didn't get a chance to make it to this one, uh, it's been, you know, the power of uh, the voice of Dev is. Is spectacular. People asking me, Northern New Hampshire, Manchester, New yeah. Hampshire, uh, hey, what's going on with Antarctica? So, well, and it's a great opportunity because uh, if you've thought about doing it before, you've got somebody that's there and kind of leading you along and showing you, make sure that uh, make sure you have a good time. It's a nice way to do it. And, and you know what? What I've noticed, and it's it's actually a interesting part of travel. A lot of people are just deciding to travel on their own, and if you're traveling on your own and you know, on the roads or the rails, it's one thing. But we find a lot of uh, people that are traveling on their own, sort of like either being on a cruise or being on a, a guided vacation where even though you're on your own, there's the same yeah. people more or less there with you day after day. So we've got several of the cabins traveling with Roger or folks that just are a situation in their life where they're uh, they're on their own. And this is a bucket list. And we had very, very good single pricing. Usually you pay almost twice to get a single cabin, but we knew there'd be a little bit of interest in this. So we had some very good single pricing. I think there still might be an opportunity to hop on that. We might have to wait list you, but my sense is even if it's a wait list, uh, cabins will open up over the next 30 days. Nice. Jim from Barrytown wants to uh, talk with you here on uh, Travels with Charlie. Jim, good afternoon. You're next on Travels with Charlie with Scott Milne. Well, hi. I have a travel story, then a question. Um, back in 1976, I was coming back home uh, to Barry from college in Washington, D.C., and I got stranded on standby at the Newark, New Jersey airport. And it was the day before the big 4th of July, and that airport was so deserted that I'd never seen anything like it. So I'm wandering around, didn't want to stay at that airport back at that point in time because it wasn't the most pleasant so i ran into four other vermonters we didn't know each other but we were all headed to burlington so we banded together and we started walking the back hallways knocking on doors it would be a captain somebody you know the sign on the door and then another well out of one of the doors comes a guy that had just got done um, flying a commercial flight. He's dressed up in his official pilot clothes. And we asked him, do you have any ideas how we can get to Burlington, Vermont? That's where we're headed. We're stranded. He goes, well, by the way, I'm headed to Burlington in my own plane, and I can take um, five passengers in a little luggage. (laughs) Now, this was the thing. He took all our airline tickets because he could redeem them. Can that be done these days? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I think the uh, the statute of limitations is up on it anyway. If you did anything wrong, but uh, now that so you all flew back here. Yeah, well, yes, and he had a way that he. We all had tickets, um, but we were on standby and didn't make it. And he had somehow he could take our tickets. And that's how we paid him. So he cashed him in. Uh, boy, it looks like he Somehow. made a he made a pretty decent uh, haul on that mm-hmm. uh, on that trip back in '76. Jim, we've got a gift card to the Aviation Deli for you, but you also had a question. That's a great story too. Thank you. Well, well yeah, that was the question. Is oh. that done these oh. days? If somebody needed to do that. Uh, uh, well, Jim, uh, that is a interesting question. I, what I will say is for corporations, uh, you know, one of the things that a sound corporate travel management wants is uh, transparency on spending and making sure that tickets that are paid for by a corporation are used by the traveler is, is what happens. Interestingly, in 1976, you didn't need an ID to travel, right? So we used That's to, correct. we used to have companies that, you know, would have 12 people flying out on Monday. They didn't know who they were till Sunday. We just issue 12 tickets and 12 yeah. names and send them over to them. And so it, it could be connected to that. It could be connected to uh, special uh, favors that captains can get. Uh, but in general, that is heavily frowned upon. There was a, a big controversy uh, in the NBA a few years ago, people might remember, where refs, uh, the ref policy in the NBA is you can fly business class. And so you had all these refs that were um, going up to the counter handing them their personal credit card and just handing in the first-class ticket and saying, I'd like to downgrade to coach and put the credit on my card. Nice. Uh And they were pocketing a couple hundred thousand dollars a year with that, which has got tax complications and all kinds of other things. So, you know, often uh, where there's a will, there can be a way, Jim, but I don't think it's supposed to work that way today. (laughs) Jim, we've got a gift card for you. You want to pick it up here at uh, WDEV or I'll pop it in the mail for you, whatever you want. One more thing. Yeah. Um, that that story I told you is one of my favorite travel stories, but there are a lot more details. And the one thing I always wondered, those four other Vermonters, we were all headed to Burlington, where are they today, you know? Because we, I know, you know, we stuck together and made it through, and we got to, to the airport in Burlington and said goodbye, and mm-hmm. I always wondered, you know, where everybody is. Interesting story. Um, probably my, uh, probably wouldn't happen today. Jim, we got to move on. I thank you for your I'll call today. My, but uh, home at, I'll give you my home mailing address. Danny will take your information, and we'll pop that in the mail. Thanks for calling in today, Jim. And I, I don't I don't want to be presumptuous, but if you were with Jim in, on uh, 4th of July, 1976, <laughs> give us a call, and we'll give you two Aviation Deli <laughs> certificates and give you his number. Yeah, we, we'd, we'd love to We'd love to get you guys connected. So we didn't touch on, uh, you know, destinations for the winter. Like, what is it? Yeah, everybody thinks of Disney. You know, school vacations will come up. Got to take the kids to Disney. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing Disney numbers are way down. Uh, what's the deal? Is that a good uh, destination or not? It's a great destination if it's what you want to do, yeah. and uh, we do a lot of work with Disney. It's a it's a it's a good company. Uh, in the you know in Vermont and New England, northern New England, we see a lot of Caribbean interest. So and and the for folks that are looking for a deal, Mexico, Punta Cana, kind of have the all inclusive market yeah. sort of corner, and so we see a lot of folks that want an all inclusive. You know, I know how much money it's going to cost me and I got a budget. 
Uh, if you want the more, you know, I want to go out to five-star restaurants. We see people doing Barbados, St. Martin. Puerto Rico's got a big resurgence going on right now. It used to be. Boy, there was a, I mean, that island just devastated. Have they come back yet? Yes. Or not? Yeah, yeah, it's back. Yeah. It's yeah. back and it's booming. Uh, some nice hotels there. We see a lot. And uh, actually, the flights in and out of uh, Puerto Rico are much more affordable. A lot of times what you'll do is work with a if particularly if, you're, if money's a concern to you. We'll find out what your budget is, and you know if it's twenty-five cents on the dollar to fly to San Juan versus to Barbados, which we see those numbers a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, then we'll start there. So we'll, we'll look at the airfares, and you know if it's the same, then we can get into what hotels look like. But a lot of times, just looking at when you want to go and what the airfare is, particularly if we're talking about going in the next few months, space is limited mm-hmm. and prices can be very different based on what day you pick and what destination you pick. So if we're going to talk Caribbean, i got to ask you, and you know I, I have a huge interest uh, in Cuba. And since I've known you, I've been, you know, when – and as nothing changes uh, – and I've, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people. In fact, I have a guest coming on, uh, on, in beginning of January who is from Cuba. Uh, and he says he went back there in 2019 and he says he's not going back again. And he says you shouldn't go either. It's, it's not safe. They'll, they'll rob you and they'll steal your cell phones. Now, now obviously, you know, he's a little biased. He doesn't like, uh, the government there. He, he hates Fidel Castro or, uh, even uh, Raul. Uh, Raul <laughs> hates them all. Um, what is the deal? And I, I've heard about, oh, you got to pay this and you got to do that and you can only stay in certain places. So is it worth, is it worth, you know, going through all the hoops to, to go to Cuba now? Um, before we get to that, can I ask you a question? Yes. And if you answer it, I'll buy you an aviation delivery <laughs> okay. lunch. All right. Do you think Justin Trudeau is Fidel Castro's love child? Boy, I don't know. You know, there's that, there's is, that rumor. Is that, is that theory in there? Oh, Google yeah, it. Google really? it. It might be one of those strange internet things, but, but, um, uh, Cuba is complicated. Uh, the government runs and controls hotels, which is tough for, uh, travel agencies. We have to keep a log of everybody we sell a ticket to to Cuba. We have to have these compliance boxes we need to check. So if you do want to go to Cuba, uh, we can help you make sure we're checking those compliance boxes. Yeah. I have not been there. Uh, it's complicated, as, as you point out, but it's to me, it's like Antarctica. It's one of those places you want to get to soon, yeah. or it's never going to be the same. Yeah. And so uh, it's 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 got some uh, you know complications, but I'd love to get there myself. We have time for one more call before you go. We bring our next guest on, uh, Bill Schuldice from Vermont Teddy Bear Company, will be joining us here in just a moment. But Jim from Brookfield has a question or a comment, uh, travel related, and we'll give him a gift card. Good afternoon to you, Jim. Welcome to Travels with Charlie. Good afternoon, Charlie. How are you? I'm doing well in yourself. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm doing all right. This was a last year. I was flying to uh, uh, Miami to meet my brother, and it was uh, an early flight. And on the way, we hit snow and got way late and got to the airport later than we should have. And I, the guy was particularly interested in in my shoes. But anyway, as I went up to the boarding place, the girl closed the door and said, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to wait for the next flight. I go, what is that? She goes, six o'clock tonight. I go, oh my God. And I hear a, a voice behind me says, let him on the plane. I turn around and it's the captain with a cup of coffee. <laughs> I was never so happy in my life. It would have screwed up my whole life. But uh, 
Anyway, that's my story. That's a great story, yeah. Jim. We yeah. got a gift card for you. Would you like to pick it up here at uh, WDEV, or I can mail it to you if you'd like? If you'd mail it to me, that'd be great. I will. You just hang on. Danny's going to take your information, and uh, we'll we'll get that to you. Thank you for calling in this afternoon, and thanks. That's another yeah, great story. Good job, by the way. Thank you. Thanks, another- Jim. Another great story. Well, you know, uh, traveler best practice, which I heard from a, a captain similar situation. I, I, I've, I've been in that same situation. Although the captain wasn't behind me, he was on the plane. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to, to a different captain, and they said, whenever that happens, look through the window and wave to the cockpit. If the captain sees you, he'll call and tell him to let you on. Nice. But there's so much pressure, and yeah. there's, you know, there's this whole service industry degradation going on post COVID where you got. Yeah. You know, argue, and I don't know the person you were working with, but yet a lot of people that either aren't that experienced or don't care that much, and Which it impacts things. Leads into my final question, and that is, are there more incidents on airlines today than there were 10, 20, 30 years ago, or is it just social media? It seems like every night, if you tune into the news, you'll see they've got some video of some irate uh, passenger. In fact, I was just watching the one the other night where Mike Tyson took a guy out because he kept bugging him. You know, he wanted to get a selfie and everything. And, and Tyson was like, yeah, yeah, fine. And then the guy just got in his face and Tyson gets up and boom, he smacks him. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody blamed him, to be honest with you. The guy was a pain in the neck. He deserved it. But, you know, it, it made the news. Uh, and, you know, we see more and more of that. And you hear about people that are, they're they're dragging them off the plane. I don't know the answer. My guess is it's both. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's, you know, we're a more polarized world than we've ever been. And uh, and social media, just, I mean, everybody's got a camera. It. they got a video, just, yep. just, you know, little thing in your pocket. You pull it out, boom, there you go. The the full side of the glass, Charlie, and uh, thanks for naming your, your show after travel. You know, Mark Twain has this great statement, which isn't exactly, but it boils down to travel is fatal to prejudice. So, you know, there's incidents on planes, there's stuff that goes wrong when you travel, but it's a great way to just understand the world and have greater empathy for what's going on everywhere. MilnTravels.com if you want to book uh, your next flight or if you're thinking about the the Antarctica trip, uh, you can find out more information about that as well. And we continue our conversation coming up. We're going to continue with uh, Bill Shuldice from the Vermont Teddy Bear Company, you know, another great Vermont company, uh, 40-some-odd years old. Uh, How old is... um uh, we will be 50 on November 8th, 2025. Oh. So we're between 48 and 49 right now. Right. And, uh, if you buy a uh, Antarctica trip today, I'll get you a Vermont teddy bear. How's that for a tie into wow. Mr. Shuldice? Nice. Hoping and- for a discount, Bill, if you're listening. <laughs> you know, tra- tra- margins are thin in the travel business. It's not, it's not like we're making teddy bears here. <laughs> and we'll, dr- we'll dress it up as an airline pilot. They can <laughs> do right. that. Scott, it's always great to see you. Yeah, Thank you again for here. joining me here in studio. As you know, I, I love it when the, when my guests can be here with me. And as always, uh, thanks for your, it's for fun. your support of uh, travels with Charlie. Yeah. Thanks for asking. We All appreciate right. it. Good to see you. Thanks for joining me today. Yep. All right, stay tuned. Coming up next, uh, Bill Schuldice, Vermont Teddy Bear Company, straight ahead right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. Whether you're traveling for a vacation, planning a business trip, or have a global company looking for a strong Vermont-based company to align with for business and meeting management, Milne Travel is a trusted local partner, and they've been one since 1975. Milne Travel is one of the top travel companies based in New England. Featuring educational tours, vacation travel, or corporate solutions, let their travel specialists search the lowest airfares exclusive to the travel industry for you. 
guaranteed. We're all getting ready to travel again. Save time and money on your next trip. Go to www.milntravel.com. Welcome back to Travels with Charlie, your host, Charlie Papillo, and our continuing series called the Vermont Grown Companies. By the way, if you know of a company or you are one that would like to be featured here on Travels with Charlie, you can email me, cpapilloradio at gmail.com, and tell me about your company. We'd love to have you on. Joining me today, the CEO of Vermont Teddy Bear Company, Bill Scholdice. Bill, good afternoon. Welcome to Travels with Charlie. It's been a long time since we've talked. How you doing? I know it, Charlie. It's great to hear your voice, and uh, great to hear you back on the radio, too. Uh, last time we did this, uh, you were up north, and um, I'm glad you're down there at DEV. It's a great great radio station, good people. And uh, before we go too far, too, I just wanted to offer my condolences about Kenley's passing. What a great guy. And, yeah. Uh, a real institution in the state of so awesome. Absolutely. You know, this uh, radio station, I mean, uh, what it does, the commitment to the community, it's unsurpassed. Uh, it certainly is, and we can hope that uh, that can continue on. Certainly one of the great, uh, you know, Vermont-grown businesses, and, and we want to talk about, uh, you know, Vermont Teddy Bear Company, 42 years old, started back in yeah. 1981. You know, interesting, I'm, 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 a lot of people don't realize the origins of the company, but it started as a cart on Church Street. Yeah. It did. Um, it was uh, John uh, was the uh, the founder then, uh, and he found that you know being out on Church Street, especially with um, uh, the you know the the not just the, the kids on the college campus, but uh, also the parents that would come, that it was a it was a, a real captive audience for him. And really, what blew the doors off this place was uh, realizing that um, if we could uh, talk to folks during commute times um, and back it up with an 800 number that we really could uh, scale the business. And that's exactly what happened. In fact, you know, as much as we do teddy bears, we also um, run another business out of here. Well, two or three other businesses, yeah. technically. Um, one of them is Pajama Graham, which is uh, really not only are they taking advantage of uh, the radio and commute times for guys and gals, uh, but also now that we're on uh, XM radio, um, not to speak about the competition, yeah. but um, it's a real captive audience. You can really dial in your um, your, your your ad spend. But um, yeah, so it's um, it's a it's a pretty crazy place right now. Um, I just took a break from coming off the floor and helping pack boxes to uh, to do the show. Well, busy time of the year, certainly with uh, you know the holidays coming up, and uh, you know one of the things that uh, you talk about is. Uh, that Vermont Teddy Bear Company does so well and really did it before it was as popular as it is today. And that's, you know, the mail order thing, you know, direct marketing. And in fact, you go back to the origins of uh, your founder. Uh, he was really responsible for this whole thing of, you know, doing radio ad libs where the, the disc jockey, the announcer would, would, you know, talk about the product and, you know, give out the call, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the website and, and the number to call and the like. You know, it was guys like, you know, Imus, Stern, Rush, and, and Charlie and Ernie, of course, that uh, would yeah. talk about the Bears. Uh, and, and you know, that's sort of invented the ad lib. Yeah, Ernie was a great guy. He, he's, he's missed as well. But, um, yeah, that's exactly it. And, and, you know, honestly, you know, there's two ways to, to think about the, the, the radio piece of it is, you know, on the one side, we love it when they – um, stick to the script because we know they're not going to miss anything and give them the full offer, which, you know, there's uh, embroidery that we do on the bears. There's uh, 
uh, you know, we offer uh, percents off, discounts. We do free shipping from time to time. Um, and we like them to make sure that they cover the entire uh, spectrum. But by the same token, as you point out, you know, Howard's been known to one of our most popular products we have right now on the radio is a product called Naturally Nude. And it's a pajama uh, that um, is really light and uh, it, it drapes well and yep. And women, women love it. And, um, but he'll, he'll get going on, you know, Stern will get going on, on uh, naturally nude and he'll go for two minutes and we only paid for 60 seconds. So I love that a little more. Uh, you know, you mentioned some of the other companies that you're involved in, and, and we'll get into those in just a moment. I want to continue to talk about the Vermont Teddy Bear and uh, yeah. the the just you know the popularity of these bears over the years. You know, 42 years and the number of bears that you've created, and that's what's so great about it is they're all unique because you, you don't have to just buy the one that you see in the catalog or on the website. But if you can say, you know, embroider a bib and put the the child's uh, birth date on it, or or put something else, it's it's a one of a kind. Yeah, pick the eye color. There's no two bears that are exactly alike. I mean, the, the, you can pick the fur, you can pick the you know the bib, you can pick the eye color, you can embroider the paw pad. You can. There's all kinds of. So every bear that leaves here is is unique and and. Um, and we, uh, you know, we're pretty proud of that. You know, one thing I can truly attest to, um, Bill, and that is the fact that my granddaughter, who is now seven years old, and I know when she was born um, seven years so ago, yeah, you so sent her a teddy bear, and it's custom yeah. made, and it had her name on the bib, and it's yeah. it's still in her room. Uh, yeah. You know, you think back and you go, seven years ago, you got some bibs and you got some booties and stuff. You know, where are they today? But that bear will be with her the rest of her life. You know, and we continue to do it for nieces and nephews. We just had a nephew that had a child and, uh, uh, you know, the same thing. Send them a bear and they love it. They really yeah. do. It's amazing how when, when they open it up and, you know, you've always said that they open the box and they go, wow. It's yeah. it's the biggest surprise. Nobody goes, well, you know, we got well, a great we got a great nighty from so and so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the other thing that we're pretty proud of uh, here, Charlie, also is the guaranteed for life. You know, yeah. the the you 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 can buy that bear today if anything would happen to it. And by the way, the number one casualty that we have um, as to why a bear comes back is a sibling rivalry. One <laughs> of them grabs one arm, one grabs the other, and next thing you know, it's being shipped back to Teddy Bear. The quality is the quality is unsurpassed. But every once in a while, a uh, a dog or a lawnmower or a, or a kid might uh, might cause it a little bit of harm, and you ship it back to us. We fix it for nothing and send it back to you. And you have a hospital right there. Uh, you know, here you are. Right. You're in Shelburne, and uh, you know you have the tours uh, throughout the year, as, of course. But uh, you know, people can go there. They can bring their bears there if they if they need to go to the hospital. You can bring them to the hospital, right? We 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 were giving out free health care for bears before it was even in vogue, Charles. <laughs> Is it single pair, Bill? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we won't get into that. Okay. <laughs> hey, so you've you've also done some great things with uh, Vermont Teddy Bear Company. I know in 2017, any four year old that visited the factory could make their own bear for free. Now, why did you choose four year olds? We we picked that age because we felt it was an age where kids would would remember their visit. Um, and it was just before they went off to school. And so moms or, or child care providers would have the ability to find something to do with the kid for the day and bring them up here. And, um, you know, it, oftentimes they did it during the week, and we're still doing it. It's, um, you know, something we're pretty proud of. What's the process to add a new bear? 
Phil, uh, you know, the, you come up with different ones from time to time. Some are limited. Uh, um, what is that process? You know, you, you, you yeah. wonder, you know, I asked the folks at Ben and Jerry's about flavors and there's some flavors they try them and, you know, that didn't work. So there has to be a room where you're all sitting around and you're looking at it and go, no, that doesn't work or yeah, that one works. Let's get it on uh, right away. Yeah. I th- well, first off, we have a, a really great team. We've got, um, Cassie Clayton who does the bear designs. We've got Kathy, um, uh, Carlisle, who runs the manufacturing operation. We've got, I mean, we've got lots and lots of good people here, but um, you really, you know, originally it started out, um, Charlie, as, you know, a bear that was pretty straightforward. It was a hinged bear, and you'd put an outfit on it. And so, you know, you'd, you'd come up with different outfits that were trending or on point from a nurse to a doctor to a lawyer to a businessman to a, you know, what whatever. And then we got a little crazier, and we did stuff like uh, Holstein bears. So yeah. they, you know, they had the, the same fur look like a, like a Holstein cow. And then we expanded into the big bears, which are called the big hunk of love bears. Yeah. And um, those are great. You know, they come in um, four foot um, and uh, three foot, four foot and six foot. And the six footer usually lays on the floor and it's like a beanbag chair for the kids to mm. lay on while they're watching their shows and stuff. But um, from there, though, we went into floppy bears, which is more of a softer profile bear for kids that um, can take with them. They call them a tag along teddy is, is another example. But the other thing that we've done most recently, Charlie, is we have um, paid attention to things that are trending. Um, sloths is a big one right now. Um, my mother went and bought the, the, the giraffe for her great-grandkids. Um, so we've gotten into other, other animals besides the bears because we thought that there was an opportunity to, to really expand the offering and and um, and compete at um, at varying price points. Do you stay away from politics, Bill? Uh, you know, because I can think certainly it would be easy to do one. You know, with a kind of a blonde wig that you know there's a lot of hair and it's going all over the place. Yeah, and... we. <laughs> in full disclosure, you know, uh, we went into politic bears. Um, we had a Biden bear. We had a Obama bear. We did a. a, a uh, a Trump bear, yeah, and um, and we got a lot of pushback on it. We said, "Look, we're a premium brand. We want to give a bear, give love, and if it's any way going to take away from that experience or make somebody feel uncomfortable, then we shouldn't be doing it." So we we took 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 the bear off the line. It was, by the way, it sold great, um, and uh, we decided that if um, if we if we couldn't offer a bear that made everyone happier, didn't offend anybody, then we shouldn't be doing it. Boy, so there's a real collector's item there if you've got one of those bears. Bill Schuldice, my guest this afternoon on Travels with Charlie, CEO of the Vermont Teddy Bear Company. Bill, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the Teddy Bear Company and the other companies that they have. You know, delicious brownies. Can you believe that? All coming up straight ahead right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. When I'm on the road, I don't have to look very far for a place to fill my gas tank or my belly. Jolly Convenience Stores, with over 40 locations to choose from, makes it easy. Fuel for your car, fresh-made sandwiches, soft drinks, hot coffee, pastries, friendly service, and even creamies. Jolly Convenience Stores supports your community by sponsoring events, veteran organizations, and more. That's why I support them, and you should too. Stop in today. Jolly Convenience Stores, home of the Daily Smile. 
Thanks for joining us today on Travels with Charlie. Got to give a shout out to my friends at Myers Bagel Cafe in Burlington, 408 Shelburne Road. That's their new location. Don't go down on Pine Street. They're not there anymore. 408 Shelburne Road, Myers Wood Fired Bagels. What makes them so special? Not only that they are wood fired, but they're they're hand rolled and then dipped in honey water, and that's how they get that nice, delicious taste. And then, of course, all the toppings that go on them. But have you? They're doing soups. You know, this time of year, soup is very, very, very popular. Bacon, corn, potato soup that they do. I had some the other day. It's amazing. It's also gluten free. I found out. So for those of you that want to be, and they have gluten free bagels too. If you want those, they've got those. And if you're looking for a place on a Sunday for Sunday brunch, check this out. They do an unbelievable. Bloody Mary, surf and turf with uh, Tito's vodka, Montreal spice, unbelievable Bloody Mary. Check it out, 408 Shelburne Road, Myers Wood Fired Bagels, pizza coming up soon, coming up soon. I keep waiting for it, but uh, they're working on it. Myers Bagels at Hotmail.com if you have questions for them. And you can also put your orders, and they do mail order. That's right. They'll mail bagels to anywhere in the country. They're open from 6 a.m. to 2, 2 p.m. daily, 408 Shelburne Road in Burlington, Myers Bagel Cafe. Welcome back, and thanks for joining me today. My guest is CEO Bill Schuldice from Vermont Teddy Bear Company. Bill, thanks for being with me today. Let's get right back to some of the other companies that uh, that you oversee at Vermont Teddy Bear Company, and that is, of course, you mentioned uh, Pajama Graham, but also Vermont Brownie Company, and that's got a very unique uh, story, you know, backstory to it as well. Yeah, Sean Alinsky is uh, the brains behind that. And, in fact, they, although we, we don't uh, have ownership of that anymore, but they're still here on our campus. Uh, but Shauna does a, a great job, um, she and her team, uh, getting those uh, those brownies out. Um, you know, they, they, they do a, a holiday version. They do they, – they, uh, they, it's, it's, it's great product. It's good stuff. Let's talk more about um, the teddy bears and the uniqueness of the teddy bears. Yeah. As you mentioned, the you know the arms move. You can tell that's that's how you can tell if it's a real Vermont teddy bear. Uh, but you can also take a look at the eyes, right? Yeah, yeah, made in Vermont, right? And if you look at the iris of the pupils of the eyes, and um, that's what we uh, that's something unique to us. And you'll know if it's a real Vermont teddy bear or not. Have you had any? We've talked about some of the custom bears that you, that you that you do. What would you say is the most unusual or unique request that you've had for a bear? Well, it's, um, it's it may sound a little odd uh, to bring it up, but um, we've had people who have called us and asked us to custom make bears for their dearly departed, so they could take them with them wow. to the uh, hereafter. And uh, it's just, uh, it, it, in one side, it makes you a little uneasy. On the other side, it's like, what a what a sincere compliment that you'd want this uh, bear to be with that person for eternity. And, um, you know, it's, uh, we, we, we get, we get all kinds of requests and, you know, the, the ones that really are popular right now is the limited edition uh, bears that are na- that are numbered and um, they have, uh, they made to look like Santa Claus, um, but those sell out so quick. You, you can't hardly make it, but some of those bears can cost up to uh, 
five, six hundred bucks, John. Wow. Uh, com. that's the website you go to if you're thinking about uh, a holiday gift for somebody and they can customize it. If you've got a new child in the family, you want to have uh, their name embroidered on a, on a bib or on the, on the nightie, they can do that for you at com. Before we go, Bill, if you could just give a quick mention to another program that you guys have done that has been very successful, and it's a great program, the Little Hero Program. Yeah, we're uh, that's a, that program has been around for a long time. And um, Mary Sleeper, who is right down the hall from me, she ran, runs that program for us. So essentially what it is, you can buy a bear and give a bear at the same time. Um, and what we do is we work with first responders from all over the country um, to make sure that those that are interested have uh, extra bears in their ambulances, their squad cars, uh, their fire trucks, so that uh, when they come across or uh, a situation where um, uh, a little one has had the probably the worst day of their life, um, they're given a, a bear that they can uh, have and hold um, and hopefully get them through that tough spot. Yeah, it's amazing how universal uh, a bear is. Well, we, give away, we give away thousands of those a year, and um, it's it's, a, it's important to this, this, these employees of ours. It's, yeah. You know, we exist for a reason and isn't just to make money. It's to give back to the community and make sure we're responsible stewards in it. And, um, you know, that's why uh, I'm proud to he- work here and why we have so many great employees. Bill, great talking with you today. Bill Schuldice, Vermont Teddy Bear, VermontTeddyBear.com. We'll be back with you on December 18th with Ben Kinsley from Campaign for Vermont. And we're going to have tickets to the Shelburne Museum Winter Lights ex- Exhibition with uh, VIP passes we're giving away. So keep it right here on uh, WDEV.